Hello everyone and welcome to My Will to Live. Now I would like to quickly say, because today's subject topic is going to be quite sensitive, I would like to insert a trigger warning. I will be talking about sexual assault, uh, potentially eating disorders, death, self-harm, all of the above. Um, And viewer discretion is advised. Of course, I'm speaking from the heart, but I am not a professional. So um, if you do need support, I will include some links down below in the description box. Um, I'm here to speak to as well, of course. And uh, know that you're loved, know that you're okay, and know that you will get through whatever you're currently getting through. Now, this is a very sensitive um, subject and topic and one that has consumed me for years. Something that I take pride in speaking about as a way of taking back the power that I felt I lost in these particular moments. Um, I'm going to be speaking about sexual assault and sexual abuse because I am a survivor and not a victim. And you might hear those words being thrown around quite a lot where people say things like this as a way of empowering them. And I completely agree with the idea. I think depending on what you've experienced as an individual, I think it's important to find something that works for you and something that gives you that peace and that tranquility. I'm nervous (laughs) because it's not easy speaking about something like this, but I'm doing this for myself and for you. So off we go. When I was young, when I was very young, I was molested for a long time. And it was something that I knew had happened to me, but I was also very confused about what had happened to me. And I think what made it worse was the fact that I didn't talk to anyone about it for a very, 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 very long time because I was scared and because I was ashamed. And as I spoke about in my last episode about the sort of inner turmoil that goes on whenever anyone experiences something traumatic, a lot of the time victims sit and they blame themselves because they believe that they deserved what was given to them in a sense, what was, what was done to them rather. And I think that's probably the hardest part of coming to a place where you feel as though you can face yourself and face the world. On top of that, was sexually abused so many times as I was growing older. I developed a lot faster than a lot of people in my age range, in my age bracket, if that makes sense. You know, I had boobs um, at a youngish age and unfortunately there were people you took advantage of me in that sense and made me feel so uncomfortable and so dirty. And I look back at that child and I look back at that person and I want to give them a hug because I understand why they felt the way that they felt and why I have had such a hard time dealing with so many things that have come my way. I spoke a bit about my uni experience and how it was awful. And trust me, hold your reins. We're going to get into some stuff with time. But during my first year, I was raped by two people who I deemed as my close friends. And I remember after it happened, telling someone who was my friend, and I was kind of just like, you know, this is what happened to me. And I don't really know what what to do with that information. And actually, because of so many other factors that happened with regards to the people involved, 
and also other people just getting their nose into my business and making jokes about what I went through and making fun of me and not making recovery any easier for me to experience or to go through. I think that's what really stunted my growth for a long time. And I touched on disordered eating habits in my last episode. Things make a lot of sense to me when I bird's eye view my life and I I look at all the things that have sort of happened and and things that have shaped me and things that have made me feel the way that I feel about my body and myself and I think the one thing that I do for myself now is create boundaries between myself and others in the healthiest way possible myself and things in the healthiest way possible you know there are so many people who actually approached me after I first spoke about the rape that I experienced in my first year and I think knowing that so many of my friends could relate to what I was going through and to what I'd experienced really stabbed me in the heart and twisted the dagger if that makes sense a thousand and one times because knowing that the way that I felt in that moment had been felt by so many people was just disgusting But the way that the people in my life gave me the strength and the hope to carry on and to push through and to want to amount myself to something because I realised that I am not what has been done to me. I am a collection of memories and beautiful things and desires and hopes that will decide to put the full stop at the end and will decide to do everything that I want or anything that I want with the things that have happened. You know, someone once told me that every seven years your cells are replaced and that was a beautiful thing to hear. I'm sure it hasn't been seven years since that awful thing happened to me in my first year, but I regard myself as a strong woman who has gone through hell, but has come out as a strong, defiant and beautiful person. Your subconscious always listens to you and I found that the more positive rhetoric that I put into my head, the easier things become. Being open and honest is something that I do and that I believe is important. My mum was a very private woman and not very many people knew other than me, really, about the things that she went through and the things that she experienced as a as a human being on this earth. And I take the complete opposite approach to her because whilst I understand that sharing your business can sometimes bite you in the arse, I think that in my situation, in my life, whenever I have shared anything, I have one, felt so much better about the situation and two, have been invited to talk and to be listened to and to be supported by so many more people and actually instead of suffering in silence and letting those things consume me in the way that they did I was able to branch out and get help and talk about it in a way that was empowering to me because I took back a lot of what was done to me. Now it's just it's scary. It's scary. It's it's terrifying. It's 
disorientating to look back and I think people don't talk enough about the repercussions that that follow after actually speaking not in a negative way but speaking about trauma can be really painful and it can be really hard and it can be really 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 scary you're opening a wound up and you are you are letting something go you know the thing that was in you that was so scary is now out in the open and in my case sure I did tell a few people who were disgusting and horrible and dehumanized me and made me feel like I was the worst person (laughs) in the world but at the same time I had people who came to me and who held my hand and who supported me through all of this I have a therapist as I've mentioned and you know I try really hard like I said to build boundaries and to be a good person and 2020 was was the time that I sort of relived what happened to me in first year and relived what happened to me in my childhood and on top of that I gained a lot of weight because of the medication that I was on and the internalized fat phobia made me feel like I was less than because of the way that I looked. I moved out of the student house that I was in for several reasons that I'll go into in the future and moved into a studio flat where I lived or currently live by myself near the beach, but also around some amazing people who have just given me so much goodness and that is something that I hold close to my heart. I think something that was really hard last year as well was the fact that my emotional pain got translated into physical pain. I started fainting a lot whenever I would get emotional, whenever I would delve into those realms of of anxiety and depression and fear. And my panic and my worry and my concern manifested itself in a way that was absolutely brutal and terrifying to me. Now I could go on about fainting for hours because I have a fainting problem that I am soon going to be given an answer to, which is amazing. But I mean, it would happen to me when I was younger a lot as I was growing up. And then 2020 was really the year that it got really bad. And I was able to to deal with those feelings with my therapist and with my friends and with myself and spend a lot of time just trying to understand what I needed for myself. What I really needed was to be kind, was to nourish myself, even though it was so hard to look at food and eat it, it was so hard to go on a walk and not want to do 20,000 steps. It was so hard to do the most simplest of things a lot of the time, but I did that for me and I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself that I'm not what has been done to me. I am whatever the fuck I decide I am because people will do bad things to you and you can decide whenever you want whether you are anything, anything. But one thing you're not is the product of what these people have done to you because some people are horrible and disgusting and deserve nothing good and spend their lives making you feel so small because that's all they can do to themselves. It's a a way of projecting, and I'm not talking about sexual assault or rape, more so about 
people being assholes and being horrible and making you feel gaslighting you making you feel bad for simply existing that's not on you that's on them you know and over time I realized that I'm still the same person I'm still the same Kudzai with hopes and dreams and desires I'm still the same Kudzai who's a good friend and a good sister and is trying to be good to myself pizza still tastes the same regardless of what I look like the sunsets are still beautiful regardless of what I look like everything is the same regardless of what I look like and what has been done to me is okay I accept what has happened and I focus on building myself now because that's what's important I believe that the universe works in ways that that's crazy you know I think people get what's coming for them and sure a lot of the people who abused me sexually in my life would never for a second acknowledge the fact that they did what they did but I know what they did and that's all that matters to me because not only do I know that but I also know that I'm not what happened if that makes any sense it's hard as you can imagine to confront these ideas and these feelings and these emotions and the things that have happened but like I said I'm not a professional and I am trying as hard as I'm sure you are to help myself in a way that's that's going to benefit me going outside looking at the big boats around me realizing how in some ways I'm just this speck of dust on a floating rock in the middle of nothing who was able to experience life in the way that I'm experiencing it with the people around me is crazy like what are the chances that I'm that I'm here at this time, that I'm in this room, that I'm sat in front of a microphone, that I've been able to interact with the people thus far or whoever I have been able to interact with in my life. What are the chances of that? I don't know. I'm not a statistic. What do they call them? Someone who does the statistics, you know what I mean? But I think what I just want to say is that you are not what has been done to you. You put the full stop. You choose to call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. You are strong. You are not dirty. You are not damaged. Help is always there. You are believed. You are supported. And I'm here for you too. And this is a journey that I will share with those who care to know. Because I think it's important sometimes to make it known to the world that toxic positivity is a bad thing you know, when people post online and they only post the good bits, I understand why people do that. But I also think it's important to talk about the bad because actually through talking about the bad, have people approached me and have aided my healing, you know? And of course, don't feel obliged. Like there's never, there's never a need for you to do anything but be good to yourself. That's what I want to say, really. Thank you for listening. Bit all over the place, very impromptu, but it needed to be said. And I just want to thank you for supporting my journey and for being there to listen. I will come back with some more exciting, juicy things that perhaps aren't as deep as what I spoke about today. But like I said, thank you for listening. I hope you're well. I'm here to speak to if you ever do need to. And uh, yes, I'll see you guys soon.